Dude, I'm always feeling like trash. I lo- legit like probably need to go to the doctor. Yes. Like, <laughs> yes, very much so. Hey, doc, I don't know. Okay. Something's wrong. I don't know. Fix me. Tell me what to do. Okay, so honestly, I, I feel like, okay, this might just be a male thing. This might be a, a stubbornness thing. But it's I'm a like, stubbornness I'll thing. figure it's a, it ma- out. it's a male thing. I don't need the instructions. I don't need the map. It'll work right. itself out in a couple of days. Right. But I'm for like, you, okay. it's been like a couple months. Right, right, right. So I at know that it's point, it's like, yeah, probably I should days. now go figure this out. Yeah, and it's gotten worse in the last, like, couple of days, too. I'm like, ugh, you know? And, okay, so I think what made it even worse is, like, I, I got less sleep and I ate less. So it's just, like, those two on top of each other really made a bad combination. And I had to go do things, too. That was a so long day. Like, yeah. Early I had for to Wednesday go. morning and then late for the movie. You probably didn't sleep in between. No, I like I said, I barely slept. I slept maybe like thirty minutes. I went home after Wednesday morning. And I slept for three hours. I should have. I woke I really back up, have. washed my car, and then went to the movie. Yeah, and the thing is, after after that, after I did the the Wednesday morning thing, I had to go pick up my mom because she her car broke down. Get this, her yeah, car broke that. down. Like one of the one of the tubes connecting to her engine or and something you, like you that. You mentioned it. It was probably like some radiator hose or something. Probably something. I don't know what it was. Said coolant, but so. they're like, it's going to cost 3K to fix it at the, the Crevier Mini. Like, there's a Santa Ana Auto well, Mall. Yeah, because you went to the dealership. Of course it's going to yeah, cost. Yeah, the dealership. Like, it's like, going to cost That's where she went. Regardless. Yeah, of course it's going to be it's gonna be crazy expensive. Let's go so, pet boys. So she got it towed over to there, and then uh, she called up one of her friend's and her friend is just like, hey, we can get it done cheap. And then she's like, okay, cool. Let's tow it over there. So I had to go help her go take her over there and then wait for the guy to, like, make sure he gets the right car, of course. And then and then take her back home. So then after that, I go immediately to do the COVID test, which did you – did I send you the picture of it negative? No, I, I screenshotted it. No, but it came back negative. Well, we don't need um, it anymore, so we're gonna have to get a new one. You're gonna have to get. Did you have to pay for it? Did you, or was it one of the free ones? No, it's free. Oh, sweet, dude! I literally went over there. I took a little like a cotton swab Call thing, a swab in your nose or whatever. I swabbed it in my nose like yeah. a little bit, and then just put it in a vial and then okay, plopped it in the receptacle. Yeah, and then I was off on my way. Because yeah. as of right now. I think they said that it was it was postponed, but those who have bought tickets will be credited with tickets for the new date. Right. So it's not canceled. Yeah. Postponed means out. I know everybody was freaking out some that, other it, time. that it still might eventually be canceled. Postponed to a later date. New date will be announced shortly. So. You know what? I'm actually kind of relieved because the thing is, right now I'm you f- need rest. Right now, I need rest. Not to go and to after- a three-hour rock concert that's going to be loud and hectic. Dude, if I had to do that, I don't know if I could do it. Like, oh, I would probably Oscar couldn't go anyway. Oh, Oscar? Yeah. Was he wanting to go? Yeah. Well, you were right there. He talked about it. He's like... Yeah, but I wasn't sure if like, he was actually yeah, like, going to do Yeah, he wasn't... Um, he's like, can I bring my fiance? Yeah, there should, yeah, there's two more available. <laughs> and he's like, sweet. And then he's like, how much were they? I'm like, blah, 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 blah. And he's like, oh, I can't do that right now. Sorry. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, no, all good. Do the next one. There's a yeah. Metallica concert in December, but that's down in concert. that's down in uh, San Francisco. Down in? You mean up there? If it's not where you live, it's always down in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All down in Arizona. 
Oh, down in Canada. <laughs> down in Canada. <laughs> Whatever. Oh yeah, yeah. Down yeah, yeah. up sickness. in yeah, up in Australia. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's for their I think their fortieth anniversary or something. Fortieth? Oh my gosh, dude. Yeah. Speaking about bands that are old, like my favorite band, they're getting old. They're not really talked about this. We have? Yeah. Oh rip, we have. You're we totally brought up right. Metallica and then we brought up everybody's ages, yeah. Oh, you're right, dude. <laughs> I think we when we cycled. first talked about the concert was when we brought up that same topic. Recycled content, bro. Recycled I mean, content. We, we're just talking about the same thing, so it's like, of yeah. course, it's going to pop up. Yeah. Um, we're just so forgetful over here. We're just like old men. We just like forget. our favorite bands, old men. Like our favorite bands. What were we talking about? I don't remember. I don't remember. Is that your version of an intro? That is my version That's of an intro. That's your version of an intro. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, welcome everybody. It's episode ten. We Whoa, made it to double 10, digits. Dude. We're in double digits now. We're in the end game now. In fact, Heck yeah, we're dude, not we in the end it. game. We're in before the end game because we saw Black Widow yesterday. Well, yeah, and maybe we'll maybe we'll actually figure out how to actually talk about stuff now because we're in double digits. Because we're, <laughs> we're older now. We're, you know, we're, we're older, kinda more mature. Doing. We're in middle We've school. We've learned. We've graduated middle school. When do you graduate to middle school? Uh, what age? after fifth grade. Well, what, what, what age would that be? I don't know, like 11, 10? 11 or, I don't know. I think. Yeah, 10, 11, 12? No, 11, 10, 13? I think you, you get into eighth grade at 13? Third. I don't know, dude. I don't remember. It doesn't matter. But yeah, we're on episode 10, and we're going to talk about Black Widow, get ready for that because we and saw Loki. that last night. We're gonna talk about. I'm gonna talk about Loki because the season finale was also yesterday. Hunter's gonna talk about Loki. I'm gonna talk about Loki. Loki, which I want you and to watch. So, yeah, we're gonna hop right into it. What did you think of this movie, Mark? <laughs> I'm mixed. What on did it. I think? I'm you know, honestly, I mean, apart from the characters being fine, bro. I mean, especially the sister. Mm, Florence Pooh. Yeah, she was fine. Mm. You know what? Of Kevin course, I'm called speaking her? of the older version. Yeah, you know what Kevin called her? What? Florence Poon. No. <laughs> Terrible. Like he thought that was like that's not right, Kevin. That's something else. That's so bad. She's cute. Yeah, she's cute. Bro, she's the, cute. her in the after credit scene. Mm-hmm. Beautiful flame flame dude i love that jacket they that yellow plaid that just looks yeah like, it looked comfy and the pants and the pants were like yeah. the same as well yeah. she looked comfy too <laughs> so what did i think about the movie um i mean obviously you called it where it was gonna open with that i called it opening with a flashback um i liked that you know that that callback to or not callback i guess flashback just to kind of set the a bit of her like origin ish yeah, just Set to figure out, like, stuff. okay, her family, and then family. what does that mean to her? Yeah, yeah, her family. Quote-unquote family. You know what? We're going to have spoilers in this thing. Like, we're not uh, going to... Let's start just a little bit of general thoughts. We're going to start with we'll, general we'll thoughts. Go, but and like, then we'll go spoilers we'll, heavy. We'll probably have spoilers yeah. throughout 
this podcast. Like, yeah, this if, is a it's a week after the, Widow, it's a week after the movies. Uh, I think we're we're pretty okay. Yeah, if you haven't seen Black Widow, too bad. Um, <laughs> Pause it right after our initial thoughts. We will give a we will give a, a spoiler heading. Do 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 do. I'll give right a, back. Yeah, I'll give a spoiler heading so people can turn it off and then come back or skip to when we talk about Loki. Yeah, they could. And then they can come back and watch the spoiler bit or listen to it. Anyways, movie was good. Um, honestly, it was good but not great. That's, Let me tell you what. That is the that is my definition of most Marvel films. Good, enjoyable, great moments, good characters, not something to like celebrate a gigantic thing about. Yeah, not something that I'd necessarily rewatch. Like this is not like something I'm like, oh man, bro, like this this is a good movie. Like this is my favorite movie right yeah. now. It's good. No. If it was on TV, I wouldn't change the channel. Yeah. It's it's like a song that's on the radio and your phone died and you can't put the Bluetooth on. Not even that. It's like if you have a big playlist and you're <laughs> like, oh, I'm not real this is in my playlist. It's in a it's in a culmination of things I like. Yeah, but I'm not feeling it right now. But I'm okay with letting it play out. That's a good. That's a good I way enjoy to this it. song. I enjoy bits of it, but I'm I don't hate it to the point to where I need to skip it. Yeah, and I don't love it too much to where I need to put it on repeat. So I feel like, I mean, obviously the effects were fantastic. Um, parts. Whoa, 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 bro! Parts. The effects were dope. Parts. Okay. Of it. The explosions. Explosions look great because explosions are easy to replicate. <laughs> you look at like people, it's a little bit harder to replicate. Like like what? Like what what do like, you mean? Like uh Red Guardian when he's doing all of his jumping when we first meet him. Oh yeah. And like he like grabs things like the like he looks a little yeah, rubbery yeah, I his saw physics. That, yeah. like, that's just it's hard to get human movement correct in CG anything. Yeah. It's really difficult. I don't think it took took away from the movie though. No, you don't. I only notice it because it's what happens yeah, when you your thing. watch so many movies and you study it that the stuff sticks out to so the average person. Are like, oh, cool, he did a gigantic jump. Yeah. So speaking about the Red Guardian, actually, I loved his character. Oh, you liked him. I liked him because he was okay. so corny and just funny. Like in the beginning, in the flashback, he was he was like this serious dude, but then after having like gone through prison. He just like obviously he changed, but he was he was just funny. Like he made dad jokes. Yeah, yeah you well, know he was he was the, the fake dad. Yeah, fake dad, but still he 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 was I guess the comedic relief in the film. He that was his entire purpose, I believe, of that movie. He yeah, had, that was his he has purpose. like other moments here and there, but his main purpose was to give jokes and to be a punching bag for uh, Taskmaster because he <laughs> gets destroyed in that fight. Yeah. That you see in the trailer a little bit. Taskmaster. Remind me which one was Taskmaster? The one with the mask. and that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, okay, The okay. one with the big quote-unquote twist. Yeah, 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 yeah. The one with the shield. The one, the mimic. Yeah, the mimic. I didn't realize that her name was Taskmaster. Yeah, spoiler, it's a her. Oh, my bad. <laughs> that Whatever. was everybody's speculation was that it was probably a woman. Okay, but obviously, like you said yesterday, the the, the stunt double was a dude. I looked 100%. it up too to make sure the stunt double was a guy. But the woman that does play the real Taskmaster is also a female. Like a, she's a stunt double as well. 
Oh, so okay. I'm sure it was probably a lot of like two people playing like specific stunts where this person, specific fights where this person. So like they probably tried it off, I assume. Yeah. Um, but I think yeah. they also did that to like throw people off too. So like it has this more male aesthetic to make the, yeah, the I, twist I mean, a bit I more. And they kept I wasn't saying, expecting it. yeah, I didn't expect it to be that specific person either. Well, we can save that because that's a whole nother bit of a topic in itself on who it is. Yeah. Okay. So what didn't make sense to me is like, why would it be that person if, you know, if freaking, that, yes, if that happened to her. And then that other person that was also there came out didn't of it. Didn't even get affected. Like, yes, exactly. It's like, it just didn't make any sense. It was, I it think, was. MCU, it was bad writing. MCU like you, movies like, have a have a are known to have pretty low standards for villains. Yeah, like you have like Loki, Thanos, and like if you count Winter Soldier as a villain when he was first introduced. Yeah, those are like the top three that people talk about. Every other villain was kind of meh. And yeah, the writing for I villains are kind of meh. Yeah. Loki's I like Loki just because he has he has character to him. He's a charisma like he's, and a swag. Yeah, he's he's, he's not one dimensional. Yeah, like other villains. Yeah. Also, like, that character was very one dimensional because they did not speak. Yeah. And they were pretty exactly. much. I can. I was watching. He's the movie. Just a robot. They were. They were the. Ter- they were the Terminator. They were the Terminator. Yeah. I could. I could totally hear the music. They were just the Terminator. Constantly going after Natasha. Or other. And the other stuff too but like doesn't talk menacing looks like a sci-fi like weird colorful version of darth vader <laughs> a little bit i th- i thought more like boba fett type vibes yeah i mean not darth vader i'm talking about like the way like the mask looked Look, yeah like, weirdly like some like skull version of darth vader with color I guess. It's not it Boba looked, Fett because it, it has honestly, like a skull honestly, on like the teeth area. It honestly looked kind of like a motorcycle helmet. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit. Which is what like most helmets are. Yeah. yeah but this just wasn't very cool. I think it was. It was. It looked great when the hel- when like the hood was on. That whole aesthetic was cool, but then like it would come off, and it's just it didn't. It looked like a robot. Which yeah, I think was part of what they wanted to go for. Because yeah, it was a I very like dehumanized just, character. I feel like there were gaps in the story, too. I was just like, wait, how are you supposed to understand any of this? Well, not any of this, but, like, some of it. If, like, where where did <clears throat> where did this character come from? Like, why did they have a shield, first of all? And then, like, okay. why? Okay. The backstory, I'll start with the backstory of the character Taskmaster. Yeah. Taskmaster is a another person entirely like in comic book lore. Mm-hmm. Her name is Anthony Masters. Wow. And like he has like this like um a, it's not like a photographic memory, but it's something like that. Um it's like physical like memory. Like he mm-hmm. has like he's not like a superhero. Or he doesn't have, like, abilities per se, but, like, he has, like, this memory to where, like, he can watch someone do something and he can just copy it. So, yeah. like, what the idea was in this movie 
was that this person has like the ability to watch these other superheroes fight, like the footage of them fighting, and then be able to copy their moves to be like more effective in combat against other people or that same person. So like he had the shield or she had the shield and that was supposed to mimic Captain America. Yeah, that was a like bunch of they they watched because when he first get, she oh my gosh I'm gonna be doing this so much I apologize already um, gets first introduced and watching just footage of heroes fighting in like that white room mm-hmm. and it's just scanning all the footage because he's literally just learning how to fight based off of all these superheroes um, so it was a, it was more of like a robotic enhancement version in the movie compared to like the lore that I know of. Yeah. Which is like he in the comics he like learns like he can learn on the fly. Like he's fighting someone in that moment he can see what they're doing and he can copy it and he can deflect it cuz he instantly knows how it's all going to work out. So like the the back and forth of fighting that kind of person to have to think how to outsmart him I think could be really interesting but like they just turned it into like a terminator thing. Yeah. And it was like, he did it once because Black Widow always does that bit where like she jumps and like she wraps her legs around and she throws them on the ground or whatever. Yeah. That's like her, like her scissor move or whatever with her legs that she always does on the bridge. She did that and then he immediately did it back to her. So I'm like, oh, he's doing the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. No, but then it was more so like, he's just copying different Avengers and like fighting styles. Like he had the bow and arrow and then he had the Black Panther claws. Yeah. Yeah. I saw, I saw all that. That was and that was like, like that, that was to the extent of like his abilities, which wasn't much, in my opinion. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't really like that character. It I just... think. I think it could have. I didn't care for it, but it, no. I think it worked for the story they were trying to give, which was who the person was, not so right, much who right. Taskmaster as a villain, because the villain isn't Taskmaster. The villain is Red Room and that whole like organization. Yeah, whatever his name was, Dostoevsky. Drakov. Drakov. That's Drakov. what it was, not Dostoevsky. <laughs> <That's, laughs> I don't even know, I don't even know what that is. Dostoevsky. But, like, what was I going to say? I was going to say something. I lost it. Um, mm, crap, I lost it. Dang, it was really good, too. Darn. Darn. What was I talking about? Taskmaster? Before? I was talking about Taskmaster. Then you were talking about Dostoevsky? No, you brought up Dracov. <laughs> the main villain wasn't the Red Room. Or there wasn't Taskmaster, it was the Red Room. Got it. So, when they first introduced Taskmaster, it's initiate the Taskmaster protocol. So, it's not a person. Mm. It's, like a, it's like a protocol. So, it's like anybody could technically be a Taskmaster. Right. That was the first one. That was like the, the, the prototype of this prototype, kind of person. Yeah. So, technically, they could still do Taskmaster in a different way based off of what everybody knows. Like they could introduce it somehow based on, Oh, there was another person that was also in the program, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And they could do the, whatever Anthony masters, the actual guy or, or what. Yeah. Um, Cause they're doing that with the Mandarin in Shang-Chi or whatever. Do you remember Iron Man three? What? Remember Iron Man three? Yeah. At all. And, like, the guy that was the Mandarin was just, like, an actor or whatever. And, like, that's the Mandarin was that other guy the whole time. And they're like, that's not – that doesn't work at all. 
and they're retconning that, and the real Mandarin is going to be in Shang-Chi or whatever. Oh. So, like, dude, they could that do that. They could do that somehow with Taskmaster and be like, oh, no, this is the real Taskmaster that everybody knows and remembers. Oh, oh I see. So, I, I mean, see. they ha they do have an ability to retcon it because they said it was a program. It wasn't a person. Right. So they could still retcon it later down the line, and they could still have that other Taskmaster that was in this movie, like, fill out stories somewhere else as like a new person because she's no longer part of that whole thing since yeah. Red Room fell apart or whatever. Okay, so I just want to say that everything I mean obviously this is this is how these superhero movies go, but it's just like everything is so like perfect. Like they just always tend to work out. Like there's there's never any really f any friction, you know? Um like even Marvel movies, even yeah. when it's just like, oh, they uh they get uh, Red Guardian, and it's just like, show us where the Red Room is. It's just like, oh, Melina, like, your mom, you know, she's the one who knows. Let's go talk to her. And then it's just like, okay, let's go find her. We know exactly where she is, you know? And then it's just like, they get to her place. That's how movies work. That's every movie, man. That's not just these movies. That's every movie. Things need okay, to be I know, convenient I know, for the story to continue. I think, I think, no, no, I understand this, but I think with Marvel, they do it in a way where it's just like, it seems kind of cheesy. That's Marvel because they want, Marvel wants to reach every audience possible. So they make it cheesy and fun for the kids and then they make it like action-y for the adults so everybody can go see it. Yeah. Like this movie, there's a lot in here that they just gloss over. Like yeah, that's, that's really it. like fucked up. Yeah, like they, the stuff with like, taking the girls at a young age and they they live in and shipping containers and, and like they're brainwashing them. Yes, and that's all just glossed over with with like jokes. Yeah, which is that's I mean Marvel does that a lot, so you can't that's their formula. You can't really complain anymore because that's just how they do it, which sucks for doing things new and fresh. But that's just how they do things. Unless it's like yeah. an end game or an infinity war or like a big movie, they tend to stick to their formula pretty pretty simply. So like a lot of the stuff with Red Guardian, he's a joke vehicle, but he could have had some really good moments with the girls. Yeah. I mean there was, he, he did, there was he one, had the one moment in there the There was bedroom. one moment. There was one the, moment right before the Red Room guys came in. Yeah, when he um, started to sing the song. He started singing the song. Yeah. My, which my. was very very sweet it was sweet i like that moment we'll that was to, actually we'll go spoiler territory now who cares um because that's i would consider that a spoiler moment um, yeah whatever it is it's a really nice that's a really nice moment it but is right nice before moment. that there's like a moment of talking about pissing on his hands because he's I know, getting that frostbite. was so random like why did he bring well, up that I story think the, i think it's because he's a he's a very flawed person yeah, he like is. Like he's he's like at to the point to where he's like so insecure about himself. He just wants everybody to love him because he doesn't yeah. get the love because he was immediately like betrayed and put in prison. He yeah. was supposed to be like the poster boy Russian Captain America. He was the only version that got the serum. He was this crimson hero or whatever. Yeah. Um and then it's like they throw him in this undercover story. 
as a as a family man to get this they information. Just kinda, they just kind of dicked him a little bit. Yeah, they throw him around, and then like he's like, "I want to get back in the action," and then they throw him in prison instead the whole time. So like he never got his chance. Yeah, for a very, he got a very little small window probably, and we didn't get to see it because that was before probably he was on that family undercover thing. <laughs> yeah, and then the people kept. <laughs> People kept, like, making fun of him in prison. They're like, oh, yeah, Red Guardian. Ha, ha, ha. It happened before yeah, uh, the, Captain um, America. Like The um, the guards. They yeah. Make, they took all of, his, all of his fan mail or whatever that he kept getting. Oh, you have some fans. Yeah. And then they were eating the food that they were sending to him. Yeah. And then he, he, he purposely is like, don't make a scene. It's when he's escaping. Mm-hmm. And Makes then he, a busts, scene. he busts through the windows so he could get the food that they sent him. Mm-hmm. And that's the only reason he did that. That's crazy. But he has a lot of potential to be a good character. And I know David he, Arbor's great. Who plays dude, him. David David Harbour, he's he's cool. He's cool. Yeah, he's cool. I like him as an actor. I was just watching his Hot Ones interview he did. Um, nice. Right before this. So. Yeah, I thought I thought he was gonna be just in the beginning of the film, where no. it's just like, oh, he shows like the the lead up to you know how the girls came to be and then like took that they got taken and yada 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 just kind of that like lead up in that story i didn't realize he was going to be in the whole movie um not like i would know but yeah i think i think he has the potential for a really good like series if they do a series he could be really fun to have like a series of him like in his david arbor's talked about this which i think could work really well it's like him in his glory days Mm -hmm. he was still red guardian which would be really fun to see. I would watch that. Yeah, but there was another version that he said he was he was like trying to work out, which was pretty much where the sisters where Yelena's going after mm-hmm. she after Natasha dies, going to find Hawkeye. Ooh. But that story is already kind of taken by what Yelena's doing. Yeah. Um. With the after credit scene. Do you do you know anything about that, or is that the Hawkeye like... series? Yeah. Yes. Um, I think they finished filming. Um, it's pretty much about Hawkeye passing the torch to to his successor. Which is? Which is... Yeah, Dude, I never even liked Hawkeye, to be honest. He was always kind of lame. Kate Bishop. I knew it was Kate something. Kate Bishop is his successor. Um, played by... Haley Steinfeld. No way. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. And there's some set photos, and it looks really good. Um, she looks beautiful as always. Yes, of uh, course. <laughs> yes, of course, yes, Hunter. Of course. So that's like all that people really know is that it's kind of like a passing of the torch. But now we know there's a little bit more that maybe Yelena will show up, and there will be some like, um, like some closure for both of them as characters for. Um, Natasha's death because that was never really talked about in Endgame it was kind of like it was more about Tony's death in the end right there was just that one little scene that they had about with um, um, uh, with Wanda and Clint by the river but there wasn't much so I think that's what that show is really going to be about is their closure we might learn about Budapest yes Budapest okay I thought that, that was, was a, really cool. Well, the joke. I thought that was really cool that they included my freaking my hometown. Okay. I like, mean, that's been a part of their 
the MCU story for a while. There's this like ongoing story that keeps being talked about but is never told, which is the what happened with Hawkeye and Black Widow in Budapest. Mm. They had like they keep referencing it and like it's never talked about, like they've never explained it. So this movie gave a little bit more, which was the safe house that the sister was in. He's like, what are those bullet holes? Like, oh, those are arrows. So oh. that's a little bit more of the story. But we still don't know it. And like, oh, we hit up in these vents for two days. That's also a part of that same story. So it's like they've hinted at this like grand idea of what Budapest was for these two characters. So interesting. I forgot if it was a rumor or like people were talking about that might be explored in the Hawkeye show a little bit. Like they might finally reveal what that whole mission was or whatever. So... That's its own little thing that might be explored more. Um, See, for I kind of like the idea of be, being explored more, but I kind of like the mystery of it, of it just being like this this mission that nobody knows about that just seems super crazy. Because probably whatever they explain it as isn't going to be as wild as people think it is. Mm-hmm. Like giving these little seeds makes it fun, but I feel like if they explain it all, it would lose the magic of like what that story. Because like in every every scene they are in together and every other MCU movie is like, they talk about it. Yeah. Just like Budapest, right? You and I remember that very differently. Like they mention it a lot. Yeah. So, so you think, uh, well, Hmm. I think it might be like referenced more in the Hawkeye show. I don't know if they'll just straight out show it. What's your, what's your like speculation on it? What is your take on what the mission was or whatever? What do you think that could be, like the Budapest story? Well, from the way it, I don't, maybe I just wasn't, I missed something during the movie, but like, where was, where did they kill Drakov's daughter? Chug that milk. It was in Hungary. Was it in Hungary that they killed Drakov's daughter? Yeah, because they said that they had the Hungarian, uh, like, police or whatever. Yeah. Or military or whatever it was. Um, excuse my American knowledge, but Budapest and Hungary, where are they? Rela- where is where is where is this foreign oh countries gosh. go? One is inside Buda- the other, probably right. Yes, Budapest that's what I assumed. Capital. That's what I assumed. Hungary. That's why I just yeah. didn't want to be wrong. You are a resident Hungarian, so yes. So my assumption is that the Budapest story is them being on the run and hiding out after killing. Drakov, mm. or they thought that they killed Drakov when they blew up the building or whatever. Interesting. And they were in hiding for however long that they said it was, and that was the Budapest story. Was they were on the run throughout that city because they just killed what's his name? Yeah. So because she was defecting the shield, she was still a part of the Red Room, but she was defecting the shield, and to, to defect the shield, her final mission was to kill Drakov. Hmm. And the which turned out to be the daughter, and the daughter was Taskmaster or whatever. But which that didn't make any sense to me because like she's like scarred on her face or whatever from the explosion, right? She doesn't look that bad though. No, she doesn't. But Drakov had nothing wrong with him. Nothing. He was supposedly there too, which I guess what you could say was that he actually wasn't there. Which Maybe. you could say, I guess. But like he's like he's unscathed. So either That's the good. daughter was in on it and like just went along with it. And maybe the daughter was mind controlled too. At that point, probably. I don't think so, though. 
because if he wasn't in because if he was in that building when it went off he would have some sort of scars he has nothing on him yeah so maybe he got wind of what they were doing and he's just, just he has no remorse as a person and just and just used was probably using his daughter as some sort of an experiment at that time for the mind control stuff maybe and just that, like sent her in it. to like do like this puppet like go through the motions to get the the idea that he was dead hmm maybe interesting that could be that could be something yeah that could be maybe it i, I was reading know. on reddit today about some of this stuff um like p- some people's rumors like to get like the real taskmaster into the mcu would be like to have like oh the real taskmaster saved the daughter and Dracoff from the building explosion mm-hmm. but he was sent to prison for some re- or like he was like sent away or he was captured for hmm. some reason and then the other chick was just used as the prototype but he was also like i don't know there was something with like him being part of it or saving them so she would want to go break him out of the prison now that she has free will because she was the one that saved or he was the one that saved her right or something i don't know it's a cool idea but it needs it's needs to be flushed out more needs some work yeah yeah it's a cool idea if they were to try and bring in that version of taskmaster but i don't know Hmm. so do you have any more thoughts on the movie because I have I know a few. You, I have a few. I have a few. Yeah, I know. I know that like you probably have more thoughts than I do. Yes. So I wanted to figure out like yes. what you're thinking. I'm thinking about the the like the first half of the movie was my favorite compared to the latter half. Yeah, I was I would... really enjoying the movie up until after they escaped prison. And yeah, then it I was think... a little bit, and then it dropped a bit, but it didn't like it wasn't a hard decline. But it was like, okay, now we're more in a Marvel stage of, of things. Yeah. It made more yeah, sense. Yeah, you had mentioned before, that before before Red Guardian gets into the movie. There's like the jokes are great, like between the two sisters, their chemistry is great. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was just it was really fast paced after the that's prison what I, thing. Yeah, after the prison was fast, like things just seemed to get going, but they needed to because they were. It was a bit of a it was a slow yeah. burn in the beginning, which is what I liked. Um, yeah. But, like, that whole bit from the point of where she's on the run and then the the bridge stuff with Taskmaster and then going to Budapest and finding the sister there and the fight they had in the house was amazing. Yes. And the street chase. That seemed – that was – have you seen the Jason Bourne movies? I've, I have I feel like I have in the past, but, mm-hmm. like, when I was way younger. Yeah. Like I don't I remember think it's them completely. Bourne Ultimatum, which is the scene in – there's a scene – there's a fight scene in a house like that in a very similar place – um, where there's a fight very similar. That mm-hmm. whole sequence from Budapest and the fight and the chase sequence and all that was very, it seemed very Jason Bourne, right. very action-heavy, quick cuts, chasing down the streets, running around. It just, it worked for me because I love those movies. Yeah. I'll show you the scene that I'm talking about specifically. There's a really, the fight scene that the sisters have versus what Jason Bourne has like in like this bathroom. These quick cuts, really hard-hitting seems like really damaging, like good fights. Um, I thought the fights in this were pretty good. Yeah. Um, the choreography was, I liked, I liked the, I liked the fast cutting and the, I know it doesn't work like to show like people doing the stunts. It's a very specific kind of editing, which is those quick cuts, which Christopher Rouse was very famously known for, for doing in that Bourne movie. But, um, it worked really well for, I think the setting of that scene. And then they changed up the, 
editing style for the other fights, which seemed more Marvel-like to me. But <clears throat> I think once they got the funny man in there, it really set in as a Marvel movie. Before that, mm -hmm. I think it, it felt very different. It felt very dark and more as grounded as it could be. It was really, it seemed very grounded until we got to the prison. Yeah. And the whole avalanche thing with the helicopter kind of put it back in Marvel status. But I really liked the like the spy mission Jason Bourne style they had at the beginning really well. Yeah. Yeah. I can I I can see what you're saying like I actually think the same. Yeah. Um the beginning of the movie was definitely the better half. There was a there was a tone shift once Red Guardian came in. Yeah. And then it became this big family funny drama with some heart and and action. Yeah. I think they said family in this movie about as much as they say it in Fast and Furious. Oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, but um how many, how many times did they actually say family in that, I don't that know. movie? I don't know. They only really started saying it once Red Guardian came in. No, no, that no. I'm not talking about Widow, family. Black Widow. I'm talking, oh, you're about, talking about Fast. Oh, I don't know. You're going to have to count. Look up. You can probably look up how many times have they said family in the Fast and Furious franchise. I guarantee <laughs> you someone has counted. But there there was there was a really good moment at the table when when Natasha was like just telling them straight like you're an idiot and you're a coward yes. for doing all this and like it when when Yelena was like kind of breaking down about it, it was real for me like that that scene I loved that scene was great that the scene whole was stuff powerful. like in the house yeah that scene worked great and then everything around it was a little bit it didn't fit as well I think from the moment that that scene happens to like when Red Room show up was a really great sequence before when it's like with the pigs and yeah. all the other stuff he's putting on the suit like I get I get his character at that point like mm -hmm. if you think of his character as like this flawed guy who was never really loved but just wants to be who everybody thinks he was yeah. and like himself it really works but it's also I think that character could have been a lot stronger if it wasn't the constant jokes but again that's how marvel does their thing so you can't really complain at this point which yeah. people love that. some people love that i'm more of a fan of the the serious the more mature tones but marvel needs to get a wider audience which is why they don't do it yeah so but that scene was really nice and then at the end they had their moment um before everybody leaves on the helicopter again um but i want to know what happened within those two weeks Mm. remember because like they all left and she stayed and like ross was coming up with like the cavalry and then it cuts away two weeks later and then she has her blonde hair yeah i want to know how she got out of that because she obviously probably wasn't arrested she had to have escaped i would think and why did she have blonde hair because she's on the run did, from ross did, did not look good on her <laughs> she had blonde hair in infinity war did and she? this takes place before it Oh, I yeah. don't. I don't remember that vest that she, that she has at the end of the movie. Yeah, that she got from the sister. She wears that throughout Infinity War. So that whole movie was just like this is where she gets the vest from. No way. So now I that carries a little bit more meaning if you watch Infinity War, probably because she has that vest on the whole time. And the jet that she gets at the end from her friend yes. is what Cap and everybody uses as transport in Infinity War. Yeah. So I was just connecting that. a few dots there, but I really would like to know what happened in those two weeks from the moment that Ross showed up to how she got out to go help Cap break everybody. Yeah, out. you're you're right. This is the vest, and she yeah. does have that yeah. hair. That was I like that moment in the car. 
when they were like, yeah, it has so many moment. pockets you'd never you like my even vest? know. That's the first thing I ever bought myself. Dude, like, she you know, what is okay, that army so, surplus? <laughs> so Black that Widow, was a really like, good moment. I don't think she actually liked the vest. I think she just took it out of like love for her sister her sister yeah or she just yeah. wanted to like yeah make her feel good whereas she was giving it to her like well you're gonna need this she's like all right and then she just i think she just either she grew into it or she's yeah. just wearing it for her sister yeah it's it's <laughs> maybe a little bit of both yeah i love it she was like you're right it is because like yes i knew you'd love it <laughs> that was a really good moment because that's that's funny but it wasn't forced either there was this moment between two siblings that i think worked really well yeah, and it's, the moment it's a, at the at the table it's like before a, they steal the car worked really well too. It's like a it's like a conversation you'd have with yeah. a sibling. Yeah, but I mean, if you think of the stuff with all the jokes that um, Red Guardian was making, based off of how like flawed his character is and what he wants mm-hmm. as like just a person and wants to be the hero again, it makes a lot more sense as to why he's trying to do these things, but he doesn't know how because he wasn't the real father, so he's just yeah. failing, which is what he says at the end. Which Natasha was like, don't you have something to say? And he's like, I just mess it up. And then they just have their moment and they hold hands and then everybody leaves. So. Mm. I think it works yeah. as a great Marvel movie. I think the first half is a really great movie. But the, yeah. um, overall, it's a good Marvel movie. I'm not going to trash on it, just trash on it. Um, there are things yeah. I wasn't a fan of, but... I'd say it's like a solid 6.5. Yeah, that's that's what um, DeBoard was saying too. I would say, like, yeah, around 6.5. I don't want to give it a 7 because I feel like everybody rates every movie a 7. Yeah. I'm looking at UIGN. Every movie you rate is a 7. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> IGN's listening. That Not. movie probably would have been an 8 for me if it stuck to how the first half was going. I would have mm. really enjoyed it. But they went mm. Marvel, so it it's obviously going to... My... My... Um, not opinion... My preference isn't the Marvel formula. Right. Um, so I can enjoy it if it's done great. And it is, it's been done great at times. This, I think it's been done good or been done well this time around. Mm-hmm. It's been done better in other iterations or with other movies. But I think it's an overall good movie. The only thing that I think it was lacking was obviously a villain, mm-hmm. which Marvel has problems with doing great villains. And the score didn't seem very rememberable. Memorable yeah. To me. I can't. I can't really think of like a theme for her based off of what I remember. No. Um, yeah, I don't remember. I I I, I liked the uh, the cover of Nirvana at the beginning. Dude, that was so sick. I that was really that. cool, and it was really like somber and like it depressing was. with all it the visuals dark. of all the girls being taken and all this like imagery. That it was made really, me feel something for it sure. Was really sick. I'm like, oh, this movie's going in this direction, and it did for that first half, and then they went. Obviously, yeah. you know what I've been talking about, but. I yeah. I really like that cover. I looked up um, sh- that cover is like it's above, um, like Nirvana right now on Spotify, because you type in smells, and the first yeah. thing that comes up is the cover, not Nirvana right now. Really? Yeah. Called. It's by what's her name? Malia J. M A L I A. Malia J. Malia. Malia, Malia, I'm stupid. I can't pronounce. Malia J. What are what are the plays on it? I would assume it's. Oh yeah, it's up to two million now. Wow. So she's getting some getting some heat from it. Some good heat. But if we want to talk about 
a Marvel product that has had amazing music. Loki? I'm going to be gushing about Loki right now. Yes. The music for this show is probably my favorite music out of every MCU project they've ever made. Really? Yes. Why is that? I'll play some of it for you later. I don't want to do it right now to take up too much time. Yeah. But it's just, it's, it's weird to say, it's like, it's different than what you would expect from a Marvel production to do for music. Hmm. Like, it's very, it's very emotional. It's very, it seems very personal. Like, there's very somber moments with this music, and, and then it, it can go big, it can go small. It has this really, it has range that I don't think a lot of Marvel music has. Uh, They've released the first three episodes worth of music. They haven't released the second three episodes yet. Um, the movie, the movie, the music was composed by Natalie Holt. Um, I'm not familiar with a lot of her stuff, but I will be now after hearing what she's done on the show. So um, Nice. I've really enjoyed what she's done, and I hope she does a lot more with... Well, obviously, I think she will from what everything has been, um, how everybody has received the series and people are loving the music. So I think um, things can go well for what she's doing. Not, th- I think, it, I don't know, I haven't looked at her career based off of what she's done to see how well known she is, but it's, so it's, a, part of my, it's a part of my gym playlist. <laughs> what else do you have to say about Loki then? Loki, um beautiful cinematography is beautiful it does not look like a marvel show which i love where can this be found on disney plus disney plus i might have to get it then Mm -hmm. and it's start watching it have you seen most of the marvel stuff i would assume probably most of it i've seen most of it you're probably not gonna remember most of it the one thing that i haven't seen completely i started watching it i didn't finish it was Endgame, and Mm -hmm. the reason i didn't finish it is because I was in training and some other dude was watching it and I kept having to go like do stuff so I didn't get gotcha. to watch the whole thing. Gotcha. So you kind of understand Loki's journey mostly. Yeah. So you know you know that he gets his neck snapped. Oh, does he at the end of Endgame? Infinity War? Oh, Infinity War? Infinity War he does. <laughs> oh, I don't remember. Well, this version of Loki is from the first Avengers movie. Mm. So okay, so it's that, that the... version of Loki, and then he goes on a totally different journey. So you don't oh, really need it. Is this a, so? It's like it's a separate sort of storyline. Well, did you get to the part in Endgame where they started their time travel? I know. I know that Tony was like going through time, and yeah, yeah, because they go through time and they mess something up and the loki escapes there's a loki from avengers they screw up and they go back in time and that loki ends up escaping oh and that's the version of loki that you follow in the show no way yes that's and there's a whole cool. there's a lot of stuff that happens between them and this is the much really loki to, yes him the one that's obsessed with that and obsessed with taking over new york or whatever nice heck yeah dude what's that I don't know what that was. Maybe that's my dog. I don't my know. Dog? Hold on. I think that's my dog. 
Anyway, that's the version of Loki that you follow. And it's a it's a very personal story, which I like, mm. obviously, as a person nice. who loves character films. Um, but the finale is very, very eye-opening as in what's to come for Marvel. Because it mm. pretty much breaks everything. No. And like, really? oh, no. There's a lot that's going to happen now. Really? Because the way that they're handling these movies right now is that Loki sets up pretty much the next phase of Marvel. What mm. happens in the finale is affecting Spider-Man, which comes out in December. It's heavily affected by that, mm. which is why people are rumoring, oh, Toby and Andrew are going to show up as other versions of Spider-Man. Ah. Because of what happens at the end of Loki pretty much breaks reality and time. So it it's an effect, and that's what Spider-Man is going to be dealing with in his movie, partially. Ooh. And then the following year, there's Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Yo. So it's going to be Doctor Strange trying to fix everything. Whenever we get into multiverse territory, it gets crazy. I know, and that's pretty much what Loki is all about. Oh, yes. It's multiverse stuff and different versions of people and timekeepers and and people who who control time and all this junk. Dude. So Doctor Strange will deal with that, and he, he has to pretty much try and fix everything is what people are assuming he's doing. Yeah. And Scarlet Witch is going to be in it. She's okay. going to be in the movie as well. And people are hoping Loki will be now that this has happened at the end of the series. Um. And that movie is supposedly supposed to be like a horror film. It's supposed to be scary because everything mm. that happens is supposed to go really wrong. And then the following kinda, year. Dude, I kind of like when stuff goes really wrong. Yeah, it's gone really wrong. Let's just say it's gone really wrong. And then the following year, Ant-Man 3 is connected mm. because a person that they introduce in the finale, um, he's a version of Kang. You're not going to know Kang probably. Kang the Conqueror. Hmm. Um, he's pretty much someone like hell bent on controlling all of time and ruling all of time. Not just mm -hmm. like the moment that he lives in, but every moment before and after. Interesting. So like he lives in every moment and he's the one that is at end of time and like is like the big puppet master of the end of Loki. Whoa. Which I'm telling you now because you have no idea who he is anyway. Yeah. Um, so, like, he's the big reveal or whatever. And then things go to shit. And then there's, like, a big, oh, no. Like, he immediately goes back to where he was um, throughout the series. Like, they have this hub base. And, like, things have already changed. So, like, stuff has already been set in motion that's gone wrong. And the show has been approved and confirmed for a season two. Ooh. So that probably won't be coming until next year. Or announced probably until next year. Um, which is why people are thinking he might show up in Doctor Strange. Since he has a lot to do with how that whole dynamic works. And there is a run of comics where Doctor Strange, Scarlet Witch, and Loki team up. Mm -hmm. And they have like a whole dynamic that is really interesting. So people are hoping that's what's going to happen. How does one even keep up with all these different very various like universes and like storylines and like groups and you just watch the movies and you hope you have a good memory which is what <sighs> i do i i am very lucky to have a very good memory of remembering all these things without having to keep keep watching the movies so 
dude, at one point, there should be, like, we should have a week or something where just movie marathon where we watch, like, all of the, all the 20, Marvel. All 22, 23 movies and three TV shows. Yeah, we should. Well, yes. <laughs> three TV shows. Imagine just watching all that in a week. Well, they're, like, um, six episodes, eight episodes. They're not long. Yeah. So, um, but all in chronological order. Yeah. Dude, that'd be crazy. I did that for my thing. You did? Yeah, for my movie a day. I watched them all just in chronological. No, I don't think I did. I did release order. Oh, my gosh. I skipped Captain Marvel because I was not a fan of that movie and I wasn't going to watch it again. Dude. So For sure. I, just I mean, I didn't even I didn't even yeah, care. No. I just didn't to care to watch it. That movie. It didn't have anything that interested me, really, so. Yeah. Um, but, I forgot that that was even a movie. Yeah. I mean, it was... It doesn't... It's just really just a movie to be like, oh, that's the person that's an endgame. Mm. It doesn't really add to the story, really. She's just like, oh, this is who this character is. Yeah. So. But... Oh! Speaking of Loki, there's a call-out... This whole movie, Black Widow, is all based off of one line that Loki gives in the first Avengers movie. Really? Remember when he's imprisoned in the cell? Okay. Like he's on a helicarrier and he's in that cell. And then yeah. Black Widow comes to like interrogate him. Mm-hmm. And like he screams at her and he's like, he goes up to the wall or whatever. And like she, and she like fakes crying. She's like, oh, so that's your plan. Thank you. And then she leaves. She does that whole bit where like he tries to like get in her head and break her down. He says, um, who, he's like trying, he's like trying to like, like, um, like, um, hum- humiliate her and like bring her down. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, who are you to be someone like doing all these good things? And he says, don't you remember Drakov's daughter? And, mm. um, the hospital fire and this mm. and this and this. And Drakov's daughter was in the movie Black Widow. Wow, so that whole that 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 one line is a whole setup for the Black Widow movie. Why she's haunted ties. by what she did to the daughter is what Loki tries to do to to bring her down. Mm. Is all tied to that one little scene in Avengers. Dude, how do people write these things? Where they just, just like every- they used it. It was just written as an offset line for Loki. It was just oh, used okay. as that for him to like be shown as like this menacing person to get in their head. And they just mm. decided, oh, we could use that in this Black oh, okay. Widow movie. So they just used okay, it. So it wasn't so like it wasn't planned, planned out. Oh no, it was not planned out that far ahead. Dude, I thought maybe it was planned out Unless that far Kevin ahead. Feige I was like, wait, how the god. frick did they do that? If Kevin Feige is a god, then that is how he planned it out. But I don't think they planned it out that far ahead. That movie came out in 2012, I think. Yeah. I don't think they planned that far ahead. They usually probably plan one phase ahead, so like the next round Mm -hmm. of movies ahead. But I don't think they planned it that far. I think they just like, oh, there's a cool little tidbit there that we could use. Yeah. As like a good foundation for her character since it's apparently this big moment that she has a fake breakdown over. But now we know so, it probably wasn't fake. So how much of like, how much of the movies are like true to what the comics are? My knowledge of Marvel comics is not gigantic. Um, from what I understand, it's about like they don't go a hundred percent. They don't go a hundred percent off the trail. 
they right. pick and choose what to use and they like manipulate things like taskmaster mm-hmm. that's not the version of taskmaster from the comics but they they melded it to be this mimic character that can mm-hmm. do all these things that has a very similar costume but the identity of that character is different and they do a little bit different things yeah so it's like it was it's very similar to like you look like batman there's whole bunch of different iterations of Batman, and they all have little moments that call back to comics or different, different like comic runs or different stories. But it's not mm-hmm. like one to one. There's too many comics to be like, yeah, a hundred percent accurate to the character because they all have yeah. different iterations in themselves. So they usually tend to pick and choose what little bits they like to add to the story, or yeah. manipulate slightly. Or I want to say it's probably like. 50 i would i want to say 50 50 but it's probably not but from my knowledge it seems like it's 50 percent they take from comic lore and they implement it and the other 50 percent is they take from comic lore and then mesh that together with their own ideas to fit the stories they want to tell yeah for me i was just thinking like how do they tell these stories where there's like no continuity errors and then you know it's all planned out ahead of time yeah which is crazy from like it's all planned out from the beginning from the moment disney got i would assume it might have been since kevin feige does it all he plans everything Mm -hmm. so like iron man one all the way to um if you think about it all the way to endgame is all the same continuity yeah it has callbacks all those movies in between then again not all the movies are necessary to know yeah the continuity but it's all necessary to, like, understand all the little callbacks and stuff they made. Yeah. But it's pretty much, like, they seed things here and there that will be used later on. They don't completely, like, plan out every story ever. Right. They, <laughs> they have, like, the people come in and probably write the story that they want to write. And then they go, oh, where can we fit this in for later? Where can we fit this in to call back? Mm. That's how I assume they would do it, unless they just have this big master plan of every movie they're going to make in this they know every story for each character that they're going to make for each movie so it can lead up to this moment or yeah. they just make the stories they want to make and then see how it can fit for later down the line. Yeah. I don't know. Either way, it's it's a lot of work. Of course. And no matter how much people say or how much I say that like, oh, these Marvel movies are, are not great or you, you pick on some stuff or you pick on other stuff, it's like, yeah, you might not like these specific ones, but what they've done is incredible. Oh, and you can't 100%. you can't knock them for what they've done or for how they do it. What they do works, and it works for what they're doing. So they're going to keep doing it. You might not like it, but that's how they do their shtick. Yeah, and it's worked for over ten years. So I think they're going to stick to it until they they feel like they need to change. And as of right now, I don't think they think they need to change because it's been working so well for them. So. cool well thank you guys for tuning in to episode 10 that was the black widow episode slash, slash loki episode slash loki sprinkle yeah a little the sprinkle. black widow sunday with the loki peanuts on top yeah sure well do you not have like <laughs> nuts on your ice cream and all that i don't know i haven't i don't eat ice cream really mm. too often so mm. but i don't think i've ever had for your nuts dairy. maybe almonds really never almonds or peanuts, peanuts or Almonds, yeah, crushed peanuts or crushed almonds. 
Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. Crush, it might be crushed okay, albums that I'm thinking of. I was thinking like just whole, whole pieces. No. I was thinking whole pieces no, for whatever. You might reason. see like whole almonds in like ice cream sometimes, but like crushed peanuts on top of like the Sunday yeah. or whatever at McDonald's yeah. is what I was referencing or whatever. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> I wore my Marvel shirt for today. Heck yeah, dude. It's nice and full the of sweat gauntlet. right now. I can feel it. I know it's inaccurate, but I don't care. It doesn't matter. He shouldn't have his helmet on for this scene, but it doesn't matter because it's an artist's rendition. There and you go. drawing a face is a lot harder than drawing a helmet. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So. So, yeah, that was episode 10, and thank we you had everybody. a lot of fun watching the movie. Uh, it, was a good, it was good to finally go see a movie with the boys. Yes. Every movie I've seen since we've been able to go back to theaters has been by myself. Because yeah. everybody either doesn't want to go or just can't. So I'm like, oh, I'll just go watch a movie by myself. It's nice to yeah. not be in a theater by myself. And we're going to freaking, we're going to rent out a movie theater next month for his yeah. birthday. Oh, we are? Okay. We can yeah. see Free Guy. We can see Free Guy. Ooh. Oh, what that comes day out on the 13th. Guy? The 13th. 13th. The day, that's the day before my birthday. Maybe we'll be able to do that. That's a Who Friday. Knows? We should Maybe. definitely do that. I would love to see Free Guy because I love Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. I love him. He, he had a he had a he dropped another trailer for the movie as Deadpool. Oh, sick! Yeah, he did a reaction to the trailer. That's actually dope. I Do I love Korg? I love breaking the fourth wall. Yeah, Jumper like, Korg. Korg. Korg, from Thor, the rock guy. Yeah, he's he's with him. Since, no way. Since Deadpool is now owned by Disney, he's technically in the MCU now. Oh, that's hilarious. So his first appearance in the MCU is doing a trailer reaction to Free Guy with Korg. Oh, that's sick. It's great. And the guy that plays Korg is Taika Waititi, and he's in Free Guy as well, which is why they probably did it. Oh. they're both in Free Guy. Yeah, that's probably why. Yeah, yeah. But it was really good. Um, it's a really interesting way to get him into the MCU is doing a reaction video. Like a <laughs> fourth funny. wall thing, too. Um, but yeah. That was a long-winded goodbye. We or, always do that. We always do we, it. Because we go on little tangents. And we, yeah, I always like, oh, wait, no, I want to say one more thing. And it's like, it, it doesn't even necessarily have to be, like, pertaining to the topic. Oh, like, yeah. we talked about ice cream a second ago. So, like, oh, yeah. Delicious. Um, and I want to say one more thing, because next yeah. week is my final week of movies a day. <gasps> Ooh. And we will be watching one more movie before we do a break from movies. <laughs> we are watching Steve Jobs, yes? Yes. What date will that be on my last day? Because that's the last movie I'm watching. Oh, that's a Thursday. Next Thursday is my last day for okay. one movie a day. That's crazy. So I will be watching Steve Jobs and having this gentleman across from the screen join me. Yes. And we're going to talk about it Yeah. next Friday. And yeah. then we'll we'll do something else besides movies. We've done like three in a row or whatever three we're in a row be doing, we're gonna be doing three in a row so we'll give it a hey i liked it though like honestly, i know but yeah i've i'd watch movies once a week and do it but get some variety in there for the peoples right 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 and lodge has got new music that he's been releasing so we can talk about the Ooh, two yes let's and he's do got that another song sure. coming out friday so that's the third one this friday yeah i think tomorrow? so. tomorrow yeah i think so another one yeah that's the third one that he's released okay so going to release yeah so we can chat about those. I'm retired my ass. 
he I don't think he ever was gonna retire. I think he just wanted to take some time off to raise his child. Yeah, makes sense. So, but saying "Hey, I'm gonna retire" is a great marketing way to do because everybody listens to the music. Yeah, and everybody wants to buy it because it's the last thing he's ever gonna make. Yes, which is big brain. Yeah, big smart. brain. Bobby Boy Smart. Bobby Boy Smart, baby. And so All are right. you for listening to this entire episode. There you go. If you made it this far, you're extra smart. Extra smart. Extra and, beautiful. And like you're Florence actually Poon extra smart, too. If you hit this, the button, it says subscribe. Or um, follow. On the YouTube and then follow, follow on the on Spotify. Spotify's if you press listens. that button, you actually get extra smart points. Yeah. So your brain you just, you feel it in your brain. You just like. Has Ugh. more wrinkles. And the wrinkles are good. Because mm-hmm. the information no soft brains. Our listeners and our viewers aren't soft brains. Nope. We got big brains. Wrinkly, stink, stinky, wrinkly brains. brains. No, no, they ain't stinky. It's not stinky. They it's smell stinky. beautiful. It's, it's, uh, they have the pheromones of a god or goddess, just like how the pheromones <laughs> blocked Scarlett Johansson Natasha from hitting Drake up because of his so smelly trash. pheromones. I hated that. I hated that. <laughs> And I then, okay, that was badass, though, when she's like, thank you for your cooperation. And she busts her nose on the desk, yes. and she's like, I can punch you now. That was badass. Yeah. And then she snaps it back. I'm like, ooh. Yeah, that was badass. Cool. All right, well. Alrighty. Thank Peace. you all for, for watching, for listening. And we I will see go you next week. Dump. He's got to go take another dump. We'll see you next week. Yeah.